This is about you, me, we, and our untapped potential. This is The Huge Upside. Rachel, that was some dope. That was a dope intro. Thank you. Welcome to the show, Rachel Palacio, aka aka Pikachu. Is that how you say it? I'm sorry. I just had to. Yeah, I just had to. I just had to say that Pikachu. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you need to give us the backstory. Why do you call yourself Pikachu? What's What's the reason behind that? Okay, so I think back in middle school, my friends and I were talking about what if we mixed our names with like painter names or artist names. And then for me, it was Picasso, clearly, <laughs> clearly. And then with my last name, my last name is Palacio. So then we mixed Palacio and Picasso and we got Picasso. <laughs> That's cool. really just it, yeah. Are you a fan of Picasso though? He has nice art. But like the thing is, I kind of regret it a little bit because I found out he was like an abuser of his wife. And I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the kind of thing with artists. I like that you brought this up because that's the kind of thing with artists. Like they make really, they like create something really beautiful. But behind that is um, something dark, yeah. something they, they go through things. Um, who's the other guy? Van Gogh. Mm. Not sure if you're familiar with Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. He w- he had his issues as well, you know. Like mm-hmm. I think every artist has that. So, but you, but you're an artist. <laughs> yeah. Should should I be afraid of you or something? Like should uh... people be afraid? <laughs> Is this a cause? Maybe for a little bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome Thank to you. the show, Rachel. Like I'm glad that you agreed to this. Um, I really wanted to get you. On the show because it's women's month yeah you know, what, let's go what way what way to celebrate womanhood like you know i i always believe like we don't give enough props to our women like for so long like that's true it's true in history like it's deeply rooted in history like it's been a man's world but now like the the in this day and age women are actually given praise for their abilities and what they can do and mm-hmm. I could go on and on and on, but I'd like to hear your side of things. So, womanhood, you're 18. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's enough years, you know, <laughs> to... But obviously, you're a woman. Yeah. So, what, being a woman, let's just shoot it right away. What does being a woman mean to you? And, you know, wom- Women's Month, like, is this an important month for you as well? I actually, to be honest, I didn't even know it was Women's Month. <laughs> Until like people would tell me. So like, really, yeah. <laughs> you live under a rock or something? Probably. <laughs> I don't really check up that much on like national holidays and stuff. 
yeah but like about me being a woman so it didn't really feel like i was 18 when i turned 18 that happens a lot for people yeah, but like yeah <laughs> but i didn't is have that, one actually sorry is that a, is that 18 is that the legal age in cali yeah legal age oh so you can wild it out like do you want to freely express your rights now as like an adult like in your legal age or what when we're 18 it's really just being able to vote but like for like oh, the okay. other stuff like drinking that's like 21 i think 21 ish mm -hmm. yeah to carry on i'm sorry to cut you off so <laughs> womanhood, okay. yeah yeah so the only i only really felt like i turned 18 was when i started to put myself more into like the adult world which is through working so i put myself to work at a place called triple b cafe and like it's really stressful Working's really stressful i like school so much more than work it's called it's called, it's called, it's called adulting yeah <laughs> i don't want i want to go back to i was 17. hey hey i like this uh, i i want to get to the gist of it why like was that were you asked to do that like uh, did you okay. go to or did you want to do it yourself like was that in it like you wanted to work yeah i wanted to work so i can have my own money and just like have my own responsibilities and be able to deal with it all that's cool well, my parents don't want once, me to work because once you do that actually of obviously yeah like you know parents want to coddle you and offer you the best of the world like for what's sure. best for you and you know in your best interests but you taking that jump speaks a lot let me guess you wanted to start working because you wanted to fund your own passion <laughs> yes you're sorry yeah i feel it's like always, that's like a always, common thing right it's common it's common it, it, mm -hmm. it's always been that way like because mm -hmm. to end all debate right to end all debate like a lot of people are not going to agree with that Mm -hmm. um especially when uh, you're taking them you're taking money from your parents or from someone and then they're all they're always going to question things or it will be questioned in some way that yeah that's true being an artist is this gonna work mm -hmm. is this going to be better than a university like is this is not the conventional route yeah you would do you you would do well in school but why why use our money to fund your art, to fund your music. Okay. And this is why you're working, <laughs> right? Yeah, partly, yeah. So it's like, I am gonna go through this musician route, but I also agree with having a stable income. So I'm also gonna study to be an architect. So oh, it's cool. like, yeah. So I'm not really like risking myself completely. It's just That's like, smart. yeah, to have like my own, like bounce back. Do you, do you wanna pay for your own, like, you know school uh for your own university though like mm, if it's possible <laughs> yeah that's ideal yeah because ima imagine stu student loan uh, mm. you know how you know how that gets like mm -hmm. once once you get a student loan you'll be paying that for like half half your half life, life. <laughs> yeah. yeah i've heard stories it's crazy and once you get out of school once you get out of universities over there you're you're it's basically like you're just paying off debt from the get-go yeah. I know exactly. So what I'm doing, I'm going to a community college first because I heard that saves a lot of money. And with that kind of route, I'll be able to focus on music more, which also it's which is also why it's good that I'm working so I can support that while I'm I have more time in the community college. 
And after that, I'm going to transfer to university and hopefully I really do save enough money and also have enough money with like my effort that I've been doing. Yeah, that's that's really smart because <laughs> when I was young, you know, like we weren't thinking this way. And mm. yeah, yeah, it's um, you're an you're an immigrant, right? For sure. Or are you a citizen already? Or I was born in Texas, actually. Okay. Um, and then I moved how, here. How long? Okay. How long ago since you left last step foot in the motherland, the Philippines? Oh, okay. So in the Philippines, I just visited that place. I was never you actually. Did. Yeah, I just visit there a few times. I, th I think you guys have that immigrant mindset till now. Like, you know, like, have you guys lived practical your whole life? Like, mm. right? Mm -hmm. And like saving money or selling stuff to keep money. And just just your, what you just said right now, you just wanted to have, you just wanted to have some money to yeah. fund for your, for, to fund for your own stuff. Mm -hmm. That, that's, that's very mature and immigrants i think have that kind of mindset when they arrive there or wherever first world country they 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 go to they just want to save up they just want to live practical mm -hmm. being practical side and because of that a lot of things get sacrificed they won't actually pursue passion they just they fall in love with making money but you on the other hand you want to make money but at the same time, you also want to pursue your passion. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're here. That's why Picasso is here. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> how long have you been doing this? Like you're 18. So just like recently, you've been an artist all your life or did you find out recently? It was, I think, around my software. So that was around two, three, two. Yeah, two years ago. That's when I started to really put, make a push for this artist career. I just started making covers and I just... I heard. Yeah, it was just that covers on SoundCloud. That Doja Cat covers, cool. Oh yeah, thank yeah. you. I, I, like, I like your sound. Um, thank you. I have to admit, I, I'm a mis I'm a, I'm a fan of music for life, but you know your your music speaks more of a more Gen Z generation and the next generation after that. Sometimes I find myself like alone, you know, because I appreciate all kinds of music mm -hmm. from from the fifties till now, and it's really yeah. rare. It's really rare that you rarely you find. A, I'm thirty three. That thirty three year old would listen to or give chance or like speak to someone who's younger, like an 18 year old and talk about music. And I really wanted to make this platform. I want to bridge that gap ratio. And mm -hmm. I think there's a That's huge nice. gap between us. And there's like, you know, we don't understand each other because <laughs> you, you born, you're born at a later year or a later generation. And you guys grew up with the internet. Mm -hmm. On a, our generation grew up pre-phone era. We didn't have phones back then. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we don't basically understand what you guys are going through. And with this platform, you will open the doors, you know, for so many of a millennial and a boomer. So they would understand. 
I hope. And I one do. way to one way to understand and go through that is to appreciate someone's music because music is a very good communication tool. Yes. You know, it's it, it's culture, it's expression, it's art at, at its core. Mm-hmm. And if you dissect that, you would understand what an 18-year-old would feel like, right? That's true, what, yeah. What, what are your influences? Like, what did you listen to before you became Picasso? It was a lot of R&B, for sure, and K-pop. It was really just those two genres I, I really K-pop. listened to. Yeah. Do you want me to go who, specific into the artists? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is what this is why we're here. Like, okay. you know, we really want to know who, who you're listening to. Okay, okay. So, like, the artists I used to listen to a lot in terms of R&B are, like, Daniel Caesar, Kehlani, Her, and, like, K-pop. It's, like, it's a lot. Should I just should I name all of them? There's a lot. You can, but, you know, uh, I'm just have to stop you there because... I'm just clueless, you know. Okay, okay. <laughs> and that—that's so, okay. the reason. That's the reason why we need to have this conversation because adults basically don't know what you're listening to, uh, what what, uh, what 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 someone like such as yourself listen to. Like, I have to be honest. Does your mom and your dad know what you're listening to these days? What you're consuming, the content you're consuming on social media? Yeah, not exactly. Not exactly. <laughs> so this actually, this is what I want to bring out. Like, so people, if if people come across this kind of content, a podcast episode of racial in the huge upside mm-hmm. that would bring light to like an 18 year old or a gen z um the music you consume but hey i just want to say i like your music with bay child are you guys you. gonna are you gonna are you guys gonna drop any music soon or what we have a song that's been on hold but because like lulu because she left our group are you, are you are you do you regret i mean do you resent that <laughs> no, 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 no! I don't like that. I completely support her decision. Yeah, I support without, her path. You, you guys did uh, something wonderful though, because you start, you guys started off as a Discord channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? A Discord channel that was able to come up a collaboration with the Zunderverse? Because yeah. I know, like, coming from Trescoda, basically what he said was. Baychild was conceived after a Zunderverse project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you, you guys, after that project, you started making your own music as a trio. How cool is that? That's so cool, man. Yeah, it's really like, nice. <laughs> but it has to end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It had to because obviously all of you guys have your own art to pursue. Exactly. So, can you talk about more about your music? Like, how do you describe your music? You just said you listen to R and B and K-pop. Yeah. So do you do that? You also do that as well. Yeah, basically, that's basically what the music I focus on R and B and K-pop. But lately, I've been trying to go into more indie because I did a cover for, or not cover. I did an open verse for Lynn Lapid. Um, I guess that was a goodbye, and like. I sent that in the Zoomiverse Discord for everyone to listen to. And then Justin, or Trescoda, he was like, this yeah. suits your synergy so much more than R&B. I was like, really? This kind of stuff, really? He was like, yeah. So I was like, okay. I guess I'll like, I'll consider that kind of thing. And I've, I've been opening to it more. And I agree. I agree that it fits more to like my vocals and my aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Because your aesthetic kind of kinda is like, an indie aesthetic. Yeah, I can if see you, it. if you don't if you don't 
do an R and yes, it's kind of between that R and B, Bea Badubi is that like those kind of feels like mm -hmm. yeah, I and see that. Um, indie. It's basically indie. Uh, is that important as well? The aesthetic, the colors. I see it. It's pretty yes. obvious. <laughs> it's pretty obvious in your design. Do you mm -hmm. make all those? Oh, uh, for which one? Like with specific design, all of yeah, the aesthetics, the filters of your video. Oh, the filter, yeah, yeah, I make those. But the recent for fall, like my upcoming song, so that art album cover was made by my friend Caitlin. Yeah. So like, big shout out to you, Caitlin, if you're watching. <laughs> I really love it. Mm -hmm. You know what? I I noticed those aesthetics when you when you go over YouTube and check out those lo-fi mixes. That's the kind of aesthetic that that, that you really see. That's really true. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that basically defined um, uh, a generation. You know, your mm -hmm. I I see your generation as like bedroom producers, like yeah, late night that. bedroom producers. And purple is kind of that color, that aesthetic. It defines a kind of lifestyle, like you know that hippie kind of lifestyle, skating, late nights, going to convenience stores, or just mm -hmm. being rebellious, being punk rock. It's um, you know, your generation reminds me of like the early '90s punk rock, punk rock. Um, oh, that's yeah, interesting. That basically DIY, do everything. DIY, DIY approach, yeah. You approach everything, and you have been doing that. You have been doing that, producing your own music, mm -hmm. writing. You're a so singer song. How do you say that? Song singwriter. Singer songwriter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a that's a tongue twister. A singer songwriter. You do basically design for your own ads, your cover. It's purple-ish. So you DIY everything. Mm -hmm. basically. Do, you have to, do you have to do everything yourself or like yeah. until, you, until somebody notices you? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm just hoping, hopefully I do enough and I grow enough fan base for someone to be like, oh, I should scout them. Yeah, I, I hope somebody does because you're very underrated. I saw in one of the YouTube it's on a, one of the comments in your YouTube channel, you're so underrated. Like you, you're getting all these praises. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I have to ask though, like, do you buy that shit? Like praising and hate. I mean, people hate hate comments and praise comments. Like, how? Where are you with that? Um, with praise comments, like. I always try my best to stay humble. I never want to like get fame to me, you know? So I always just like, yes, he has a thing or I'm just like, oh yes, thank you so much. And I just like mm. to push myself forward to still become more better. Yeah. And then with hate, I don't know. I never really got hate before. Yeah, it's it, it's hard it. to hate someone who, who is like stunning and also, <laughs> very, ta and also <laughs> very talented. Yeah, I have to say that because you, you embody this image, a brand of your music and then thank you i try my best yeah 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 you have to <laughs> yeah like because most most of us uh I, I i'm a victim of this like i fall in love with you know validation and it gets me sometimes for like, sure, for sure. I, i'm human i'm human like we all want to be appreciated yeah everyone yeah like like it's art like you know you sometimes we all feel like we are underappreciated if nobody gives a fuck about our art that's true that's true and the reason why i wanted to open this up to you because like where are where are you with that as an 18 year old like because you live you have lived 
in this generation where half of your life or probably a quarter of your day is spent online digitally. Mm -hmm. So you're used to like commenting, posting stuff online. And how, where are you with that? Like, are you, are you okay with the way things social media is going? How do you handle that? Oh, wow. That's a very like question where a lot of things can be added in. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So just like with social media, right? Um, it's really, okay. I see it for the positive side. I see it as really good because it can really help express yourself to like the world. And yeah, it's, a, it's really good for forming your identity. That's what I think about social mm -hmm. media. But it's all, there's also a bad side. There's always a bad side. <laughs> like Which in the, is? Yeah. Just like people that are there. Yeah, hating, hating, basically. Hating yeah. there and just tearing down everyone apart. Like whoever is there, just like, oh, I don't like that profile picture of yours or something. <laughs> I think when you get at a certain point at the level where like, if in our terms, um, Filipino slang or word is sikat, you're, mm. you're famous. You usually get that, like both good and bad. Uh, what I'm curious is how, how how your generation handles that. And that's nice. Like you don't let the the noise affect you. Mm -hmm. I think that comes with also making content because you're are you more of a process kind of person? Like like you just love creating. Yeah, I just like making and making. It helps me feel like it's kind of like resting. <laughs> Yeah, it's like my own Thera ther therapy. Therapy, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I I saw your I saw your TikTok. I saw I saw your IG. Although you you just said earlier you're not really a Facebook kind of consumer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you have made content for IG and you had made content for TikTok. Mm -hmm. Is that the same? Do you get the same kick or do you get the same high when you're making music or? Like when I make content on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Is that the same thing? Um, in a way, yeah. I would agree that it's pretty similar, especially on TikTok, because I do focus my content there mostly music, and then I transfer it to Instagram to post to. So ah. it's yeah. The beauty of cross, you know, the format of TikTok can mm. just be instantly cross-posted as a reel yeah. on Instagram. It's really it's nice. cool. It's really nice. It's very convenient too. Yeah, you don't have to yeah. like repurpose so much. And mm -hmm. the thing with TikTok is once it's uh, once you process the content after TikTok, the music that you use as a background may in some way bypass copyright issues <laughs> when you when you post it as as stories and all that. Yeah. So you use do you use your own songs on TikTok? Yeah, I use it to I use my own songs to promote, you know. I've been promoting follow on TikTok and it's like it's so it's, out, so, so it's out on TikTok the whole song no it's just a preview oh, okay just to just get preview. people okay. to yeah get a teaser of it and hopefully like stay and be there when it comes out yeah for sure you know how to market yourself right <laughs> I try, yeah. Guys, yeah I try you got to and that's your generation you know you know what? Us boomers and millennials could never understand why you would stop in the middle of the road, put your phone down at the uh, at the pavement somewhere, <laughs> and then basically start dancing. Oh my, oh my god! I just don't understand that. But uh, so, uh, the more I talk to kids, you know, like, oh, it's an expression. Oh, 
basically trying to promote music or basically、mm-hmm. trying to express themselves using other artists' music.、Mm-hmm. You know, can you imagine like how powerful TikTok is? You just need that、yeah. one influencer or one celebrity to use your song, and you it's off to the races. Like, yeah, I know. Are you hoping for that, or you just keep make you don't expect that and just make keep making content? I'm I'm hoping my consistency and effort will hopefully have that skyrocket. Let let land you that celebrity who makes that content,、mm, right? <laughs> don't we all? So, I've I have a friend, um, a a, a huge, beside rapper,、mm. and he has he he's already famous in the scene and.、Mm. He just blew up more recently because somebody finally, I think,、uh, an an influencer or somebody famous, actually made dance moves to one of his songs that were、oh, really、wow. catchy. So you know, you just need that one break. You know,、mm-hmm, you're、sure. just you're one content away from blowing up.、Mm-hmm. You know, how many pieces of content do you post a day? I try to post one at least a day. I try,、um, but then sometimes I get too busy with school and everything. I just yeah, I don't want to push myself too much to where I just can't do anything anymore. True, very、mm. true. Like, and you have pushed it because, and you're even pushing your luck because before we started this, you 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 have expressed that you feel t- you felt tired. Yeah. So <laughs> I have to ask this: Were you are you forced to be here <laughs> in some way? No, <laughs> just on my own will. <laughs> Just in your will. I like asking awkward questions, you know, because it's those awkward things that get you through. And I'm very curious how people react to awkward stuff.、Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm very awkward the way I communicate and the way I behave, and I'm very curious how people react because I would know who they are,、mm. you know. A lot of people shy away from DMs, and no knock on them. Like who's Like you, why would you trust a stranger online? But you know, sometimes I see it as an opportunity. Like that could be your break. Yeah, exactly. You know, that could be your break. That one person who who wanted to work collaborate with you or work with you could be your break, or that could be the start, or could lead you to the next one, the next、mm-hmm. one, the next one, the next one. So other than like making your music and crafting your own own content, you wanted to be an architect. Yes. You want to、yeah. know why? Why? Okay. Um. Ever since I was little, I've always watched HGTV. So it's like a a popular house kind of channel. There's a lot of shows for flipping houses or renovating it, and interior designing or finding houses for people. And I just always watched a lot of those shows. I was like, one、mm. day I can have a show like that. Why not? Just, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll just try architecture. That's cool. Like I, I know, I know a lot of architects. I think the most famous architect content creator in the Philippines resides in Cebu. He is、mm-hmm. rowdy. He's rowdy as fuck, and people <laughs> adore him for that.、Uh, I'm just gonna shout. He was here in the stream a, a while ago, I think. El Iso、mm-hmm. Joseph Sabello. So he, he's an architect. Oh wow, that's really he's cool. He's an architect. Yeah, you. He's somewhere here at the at the comment section.、Oh, I'm、really? just gonna screenshot this right now. Okay. No, he. So you, I can send it to you, so you, you would know who he is, so that maybe it would shed some light into you what an architect could be like. At the same time, making content. Yeah, I love to know. At the same time, 
yeah and he's very viral um like everything he says every, wherever he goes on social media the crowd follows and he's an architect wow. so, so i'm i'm curious like there's a lot of architects who are like also pursue other passions and i think this is the first time i've heard of an architect do i mean an aspiring architect doing music so and you're going to pay your way to do that <laughs> yeah. explain the, explain this job to me you hate it so much or oh my so, my triple so. the job that i'm working at right now right okay so I don't hate it. It's just I don't like working in general. <laughs> Cause like it's a cafe. We make boba. And oh, boba tea. Cool. Yeah. It gets really busy. And I just don't really like interacting too much to people. And then you always have to put like joyful energy so they feel welcome. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> I can't it's just imagine. a lot of energy. <laughs> but I try my best. I respect everyone. Yeah. Yeah, true. Hey, this is normal. That's good practice. You know why? Because you're gonna need that. In this industry, especially in the music industry, you mm -hmm. may need to connect with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. That's true. And having to expose yourself to like working at the cafe speaks a lot. You know, though these are the reps that you need to do because you need to fund your own passion, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you want you want to be um, self-made. You know, uh, that respect. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I like I like these humble beginnings. Know, working at the kitchen working at the kitchen picking up trash or all these you know it makes you human mm -hmm. it, it when these characteristics and aspects of you compound they you know it makes it makes your music more relatable that's true you know your expression everything i started making content uh, podcast content nobody understood me Mm -hmm. <laughs> something like that the more i put out more content in video form or just basically talking to random folks on the street the more you know you get you the more you're relatable you're human yeah yeah and um I, i'm curious about your music does it talk about work does it talk about how you feel does it talk about society does it talk about what does it talk about? Okay, so I guess the song that I I wrote mostly for is Home. Which is in the second universe album. And then what yeah. that was about. It was is that just... how you say it? Universe or Zunderverse? Oh, it's it's like thunder thunder it's thunderverse i mess it up <laughs> yeah okay. I mess it up. I'll stick <laughs> yeah all right it's supposed to run to thunder so yeah yeah thunderverse and then oh yeah so for home it was okay wait there's a the songs that i wrote were all like they all gave me a concept to focus on so i couldn't right. really write freely to my own like thoughts and expression so for home, I guess that's like the closest I can express myself to, like relate to kind of, where you're just viewing something as comfort. And then like, I would view it as my dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they give you that feeling, you know? Mm -hmm. comfort, so it's really yeah. just a wholesome kind of comfort song. But what about Faldo? 
your mm. single debut. Oh, okay. Yeah. What does it talk about? Is it too early to say now, or do you want to leave your listeners to have their vague interpretations? Oh, that's it. I kind of like that. I like the second idea where I made them interpret it on the self by the selfers. Yeah, because when I when you hear when you hear fall, it could be a season, it could be falling in love, or it could just be be reckless and just fall mm-hmm. <laughs> or slip. So, is it safe to ask you now, or you just want to leave it for the re- leave it till it debuts? I guess I can say one word. Yeah, what is it? So, love. That's for sure. That's for sure. Oh, so this song is about it's a romantic song. Kind of. It's kind, kind of, of bit. It's bittersweet. Bittersweet, yeah. falling in love but not yet in love. So that's like. Not exactly. That's not it. The potential. The, the potential of um. <laughs> or something romantic. Yes, kind of, kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a very great good feeling, right? Especially when you know when you're just starting out. Um, when you started out with music, when you started out making content, when you started out, you know, building yourself up, it's mm-hmm. a very wonderful feeling, right? Um, I ha- I have to admit this right here, right now, and that's what we're trying to achieve here at the Huge Upside, because what we stand for is untapped potential. You know, there's always a potential to things and yeah. the the pros that. the prospect of being excited, that feeling, the the feeling of doing something new yeah you know it's so it's so empowering it drives you it motivates you at the start yeah the start. Start. <laughs> and whatever happens in between that and the pro during the process and after that i don't know <laughs> so it depends yeah. like people have a different i guess but we all can relate to that feeling of starting something new um would you also expect that out of the song fall Mm-hmm. I I really hope that this will somehow at least get this. I don't know if this is too big of a goal, but I want to get 10,000 streams on Spotify. All right, at folks, we're at the stream right now. Please support 10,000 <laughs> streams on Spotify. 10, you know, um, we're aiming for the stars because why not? Like, if you want to do something, like, yeah, aspire for it, go for it. Mm-hmm. If you're and these are arbitrary numbers, ratio, like. Um, I'm not to say you would blow up, but I, I I heard I heard your music. It deserves to blow up. Thank you. But, that means a lot. Yeah, but I know each artist is unique. But this algorithm and this distribution thing fucks everything up. You know. That's like, so true. Yeah, it does. And I'm I hope for you to brave through that because. This is where you will be tested as an artist because remember you're just one content away from blowing up. Mm-hmm. It may not ha- it may happen today, it may happen tomorrow, it may happen the next week, it may happen next month, it may happen next year, it may yeah, happen after when it may happen after 20 years. And that's why we we all need to fall in love with what we do. Mm, oh, that's what really a segue! True. What a segue to your song. We all need to fall <laughs> in love yeah. With, yeah, with, with with our process. That's so true. Because if it's not about that, if it's not about the creative process, then what are you after? Are you? You just told me right now you want to hit 
10k streams no lie you need that to you need you need it to grow to, yeah like to grow as an artist but that there's a big possibility you know like i don't want to be negative in a way but there's also a possibility that those are arbitrary numbers it's so random these days like with yeah. the, with people having the power everybody imagine like seven what's the population of the world right now like eight, seven billion seven billion and everybody's pumping content at the same time i know everybody's promoting Very saturated. Music yeah and what's what's your chance of making it right like you always pit yourself against these arbitrary numbers mm. but that's the thing if you are not about those numbers and you're just about you the this 10k then mm -hmm. 10k streams sounds, streams is, okay does that still sound good for you <laughs> The only reason I really why I really want 10k streams is because that shows that I'm making progress because I want to have some income from music so I can support my life. True. True. Yeah. So it's not I don't really care too much about numbers in general. It's just to yeah. have the progress to have to just see like, oh, I can probably end up doing this for life and be able to support my life. True. Wow. Well, that's that's so good. And that's being mature and you know those other things can wait and mm -hmm. that's so true one way to like earn money and be happy with it is through art and it's possible these days to monetize that stuff you know if you blow up on youtube if you if you blow up on spotify that could help that could pay for your for your house that could pay mm -hmm. for your your university that could pay for your dreams the life that you want yeah, let's let's all help artists. Um, what well, what are your plans to make this possible? Other than making music and making content, do you do you look to have like any marketing strategies moving forward? Like be in places and all. Yeah, I do want to perform. I I like performing too, so I want to be able to also have concerts because I know those also help fund and give me money yeah, yeah. but i also like performing sure. so it's like it works well together do you believe in working for free and then getting paid later or what um yeah i guess so i guess i agree to that as long as it helps me yeah sorry yeah good like have you done it done like performing in concerts and such yeah, yeah, like just just appear somewhere and you know. Oh, okay. So I actually haven't performed that much, but soon I will be performing yeah. at my school for a competition breakdown. I don't know if you saw that story, no, not like yet. on my on Instagram. Yeah, you, you you dance. Yeah, I also dance. Mm -hmm. Is that is that it? You you sing you you sing and dance for. Is this the performance you're looking forward to? Oh, so I'm gonna be competing as a singer too and also with my hip-hop dance club and at school yeah and also out for ohana which is like our hawaiian tahitian um, dance club at our school you're busy yeah. <laughs> pretty busy and I, I know you have uh you have a day i mean the rest of the day you still got a lot to do and i don't want to mm -hmm. hold you for long I like I like picking your brain, Rachel. Um, it opens up and removes so much barrier. You know, like I would understand what 
an 18 year old or someone such a young such as you would think what they would think about mm -hmm. and what better way to do it than dissect an artist's mind you know yeah, that's one way to do it that's one way to open like a whole generation you know like mm -hmm. you would understand how they would feel i'm not gonna let you go without you answering this if you okay if you, if, if you heard if you're listening to Trescoda's episode, then you you knew this was coming. So, oh, I didn't listen to we... all of it. But... <laughs> oh, thank no. you. Thank you. We all ask this question on this show. We're called Huge Upside, right? And yes. it's vague in itself. <laughs> so, when I ask you this question, what does it mean to you? Like, what is your own meaning for a huge upside? Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, I was not seeing this question coming. Huge upside. I guess I would see it as seeing a good side to like everything. Yeah, that's how I would see it as. That's cool. The good side of things. Mm -hmm. That's more positive, though. It's more positive in a way. Yes, and you need that. positive. And you need that in uh, what you in what you're trying to do, because there. I think I always believe that there will be more bad days than good. That's you know, true. I agree with that. But like, if if you don't mind that, and you're just about the creative process of making and making and making, mm -hmm. the bad days would sound so much sweeter because you're just one content or mu or 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 video or song away from making it, paying mm -hmm. for your dreams, paying for your university, paying for the life you wanted. And you know, Rachel, you're you're so young. You have the whole world ahead of you, and looking forward to what you'll become after a year of doing this, pumping content, <laughs> making songs, dancing, performing at school. Mm. Five years down the line, ten years down the line, who knows? And. Hopefully, we could catch up soon about that and talk about where your life will turn out. So Rachel, I don't want to hold you for too long. And thank you for like gracing us with your time. And of course, you have, of where can people find you and what can they expect from you in the couple, the next couple of days? Okay, so you can find me on Instagram. And my IG handle is r. So like the period, Picasso, which is P-I-C-A-S-S-I-O. And on TikTok, it's that too, except there's another O. And I, that's where I mostly focus my content on. And on my Instagram, you can find more of my links in the my bio. And you can see that I'm also releasing my debut single <laughs> on March 4, um, 6 p.m. PST time. So that's like California Pacific time and other states here in the United States. And yeah, I hope you guys look forward to it. And yeah, support me. and. I hope you like my song when it comes out. You heard the lady. Give all your support, friends. Let's get her to 10K streams. So she could pay, she could pay for her life. <laughs> anyway, thank you for gracing us with Thanks your time, Rachel. Uh, of course. All the, best. all the best. Keep in touch. See you, friends. Fall, 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 fall,
true